Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Pleasant good early evening and after late afternoon to you out there. Welcome in to a Saturday edition of high school boys basketball here in the state of Illinois as we're in Altamont tonight. And it is Altamont starting off against the Woodlawn. It is the Indians versus the Cardinals here this evening here on Jack FM. Welcome into our broadcast position here in the Crow's Nest and Altamont Community High School. My name is Travis Sparks. Alongside Dominic Daters, we'll be here calling all the action today here on The Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics, 100.5, 105.5 at Jack FM, streaming online at vmradio.com. Seems like it was less than 24 hours since we talked to you, all of you, uh, last as, well, it was, as Altamont comes in to today, 8-4 and four on the season, and uh the, there was a big victory last night against the Maroons in Dietrich. It was a 42-40 final score there as Altamont held on a, a feverish Dietrich comeback last night. But Altamont uh, held on for the win. And uh, there was a late three that was made by Dietrich. But unfortunately before uh, that shot counted, the uh, Coach Bonoff called the uh, timeout. And uh, that it did not count after that. So, uh, unfortunately, it uh, was uh, that for the, the Maroons. But, fortunately for Altamont, they came away victorious. Yeah, definitely for the, uh, for the Maroons. Yeah, definitely a heartbreak, heartbreaker there. When, uh, thought, I know you thought they thought they won the game. Uh, and uh, but Coach, Coach called, Coach going off all the time out. But you can't really uh, – can't really blame him for calling timeout in that situation. Uh, kind, of, kind of chaotic there. So, uh, I, you know, Coach Deaver used to after the game, he would, he would have done the same thing in that situation. So, you know, you can't, you can't blame him. And Deaver uh, did have one one final shot, and they got back to Westendorf. And he missed, and Alamont escaped, escaped with the win. And I feel like uh, those two teams could definitely meet, you know, two more, two more times, you know, before the season's over. Probably the conference tournament here later next month, and uh, maybe in the regional, regional or sectional uh, down the road uh, next month. But uh, we'll talk about that later on as Altamont uh, gets ready to face off against Woodlawn here today. And uh, Altamont's eight and four overall, two and zero in the NTC. And Woodlawn comes in; they they won last night over over Sandoval. It was a seventy nine sixty one victory for the Cardinals. Uh, the Woodlawn comes in at five and nine, and two and two. They play in the uh, Midland Midland Trail Conference, uh, which is a conference uh, theater was formerly formerly a part of way back when. Uh, but anyway, just look, looking for a good looking for a good matchup matchup here matchup here today. Um, something something you not you don't you don't see every day. But uh, Woodlawn has a on the junior varsity. They have a kid. He's uh, Four foot nine. Just don't, uh, you don't see too many high school high school kids uh, that that tall. But uh, he was he's out there he's out there playing and giving his all. It's just, uh, something you don't see every day. So I just want to mention that. But uh, looking forward to a looking forward to a great great game against here for Altamont against Woodlawn. Uh, he's a freshman and being a four nine. He made a couple of free throws in the JV game, which Altamont was victorious. Uh, there, 53-41 was the final in uh, the JV contest. And then you have another freshman, and that stands at 6-4, Tyson Freck. So 
he could be uh, potentially uh, coming on uh, later on in the rest of his high school career. But like you mentioned, you know, Woodlawn, uh, they picked up that win last night against Sandoval, and uh, they're already almost nearing their win total that they had a year ago. They only had a seven wins uh, last year. And, you know, really I think since the pandemic really that uh, Woodlawn has been historically a, a great program, but uh, they kind of fallen on some down years here recently and had a couple of coaching changes as well. Uh, coach Palmer is in his second season as uh, Woodlawn head coach now. But uh, so I guess from that perspective of only having seven wins last year, they're already uh, closing in that here in the beginning of January at the beginning of the uh, new year. So, uh, that is some uh, at least trending in the positive direction in a program that usually normally in the southern half of the state they're usually pretty uh, storied program but uh, unfortunately just hasn't quite worked out the last uh, several years but maybe they're on the right track and they're on the upward trend uh, here when we are coming into 2024. Yeah, no, I, I definitely kind of see it see it that way. Travis and kind of you know fall on hard times some. You know, some high school programs do. You know, they go all all go through those rotations. They have their their good years and their great years. They, maybe they you know fall back on you know I'd say a hard time. You know, you know under five hundred for a few seasons or whatever. But I mean, looking at looking at the roster, they've got seven seniors and it looks like two juniors. And after that, you got two sophomores and all freshmen. So I mean, that definitely uh, definitely I would say they're probably on the right. Uh, on the right track, I guess, as far as uh, rebuilding, you know, if you want to, if you want to call it that. But, uh, yeah, we're used to used to hearing Woodlawn in the top, uh, top southern, you know, southern Illinois. They're usually usually ranked in one A, and you know, uh, being, being competitive with everybody else. So uh, I'm sure they're itching to get back to that point, but uh, not quite there yet. But uh, it should be a fun one to watch here today between uh, between Alabama. And Alamont and Woodlawn, both teams uh, come off uh, wins from last night. And uh, so it looks like both teams are completing uh, their warm-ups, and we're about ready to uh, get this one uh, started. But first, it's the National Anthem, and uh, so we'll step away uh, for that National Anthem. Of course, the National Anthem is brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency, and we'll be back with the starting lineups as well as the tip-off of this one between Altamont and Woodlawn. And uh, you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack of
shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School for today's contest between Altamont and Woodlawn. Let's see the uh, starting of five for the uh, visiting Woodlawn Cardinals in their red uniforms with the blue numbers and white trim. We're going to start number two, a Baylor Rowley. He's a 6'1 sophomore. Number 20, Wyatt Rowley. He's a 6'3 senior. Number 23 is Talon Lee. He's a 5'8 and a senior. Number 33 is Josh Lewis. He's a 6'6 senior. And number 34, Logan Palmer. He's a 5'11 senior. So, again, you got Baylor Rowley, Wyatt Rowley, Lee, Lewis, and Palmer. The starting five for Woodlawn. Gave the starting five before Altamont as they're going to go with the same lineup that they did last night as number five, Caden Davis. KD's a 5'10". Senior. Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a six-foot senior. Number 22, Cade Millville getting the start again once again here today. 6'2", sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. He's a 6'3", senior. Number 42, Caden Miller is a 6'5", senior. So, again, it's Davis, Eli Miller, Millville, McManaway, and Caden Miller, the five before Altamont in their traditional white uniforms and a black numbers with orange trim here for the Indians and Eli Miller was the big last night for uh, the Indians against Dietrich. He had 18 points. Seven of them came in the first quarter to get Altamont going uh, out to an early lead. And uh, before Dietrich came back, you knew they would at, at home in that Rockets environment that they had. And uh, they did eventually come back to the Indians. But Indians' resilient bunch as they pulled it out. And uh, Coach Neary uh, said that they never folded in uh, times where they could have packed up and uh, went, and went in the other direction. But instead... Altamont pulled it out and was victorious last night. So, one thing I'm interested in here today is, you know, just how emotional last night's win was, and it was less than 24 hours ago uh, as well. So, I want to see what kind of energy that the Indians come out here with. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, a win like that, you know, in a heated, heated environment uh, at Dietrich, and uh, I think it was, was big for Altamont to get out to that big lead last night. I think they really helped them. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking, looking to see the energy of uh, both teams, you know, see the both teams played last night. Kata so. Miller wins the tip off for Altamont, so they'll start off with the ball. They're going right to left here on your radio dial. Going to go over to McManaway. McManaway is going to fake it, and it's a low pass for Kata Miller, but he's going to get it back out to Yarhouse for three. No good. And it's going to go out of bounds. McManaway tried to save it, but it just couldn't quite get there. So it'll be Woodlawn basketball. As it'll be Aaliyah bringing it up for Woodlawn, or at least tipping to. And they finally break the full court pressure. They get it to a Wyatt Rowley, and it's going to be a hook shot good for Wyatt. And it's 2 nothing Woodlawn. Nice little hook shot there by uh, Wyatt Rowley to get the part of the lead. I remember him from last year, so one of the senior leaders here for this uh, Cardinals ball club. Looks like Woodlawn's coming out in a little of a 3-2 zone here to start off the game. As McManaway gets it over to Millville, now back to McManaway. 
Now to Yarhouse here on the right side over to Eli. Back out to McManaway, and he'll dribble it inside and back it back out to Yarhouse again. And it's going to be McManaway open for three. In and out, no good, but Yarhouse is there for the board. Extra opportunity coming for the Indians. So Millville will have it. Give it back out to McManaway up top. Now he'll stop with his dribble and give it back over to Yarhouse. Now McManaway to Eli here. Turnaround jumper is no good. And Kata Miller with the follow. It's also no good. So Altamont can't get it off the snide here. Up to Wyatt Rowley. Layup no and may have been affected by Kata Miller from behind. And Altamont will take over. Nice effort there by Caden uh, Miller. Quickly in transition at the Yarhouse. Getting things over to McManaway. Now McManaway. We'll get it over to Yarhouse again here on the left side. Now Miller back out top up top to McManaway. Now Millville back to McManaway. Eli with a touch here at the free throw line, and now over to Yarhouse with a little ball fake, and it's going to go back to Yarhouse or back to McManaway. Two minutes gone here. It's only two nothing to start off this one. Eli low pass, and he's going to get it stolen away, and there's going to be a tie up. And alternate possession arrow will give it to the Cardinals. So, uh, passing on the perimeter, not much coming of it for Altamont on that possession. No, there wasn't. As it'll be Lee bringing up the floor for the Cardinals. As you hear on the right side, guarded by Yarhouse. As Lee dribbles around and tries a couple of crossover moves, goes to his left, and he drives inside, and sidesteps a couple of defenders up and in for Talon Lee, and it's 4 nothing Woodlawn. Millville gets tripped up, and there's going to be a foul on the Cardinals. Can you want to roll it, looks like? Better roll his first, team's first. Our house will take a seat, and KD, Caden Davis will check in. It's 4 nothing Cardinals here, 5.20 to go here in the opening quarter. Here it is. Saturday evening basketball game as it's McManaway. Cross-court pass back to Millville in the corner for three. No good, but Miller's there for the board. Caden Miller, spin around, and the layup is good for Caden. And finally, Altamont is on the board, 4-2. to two. Caden Miller doing what he does best there. Down low, get rebound, and put it back up to the end. Cleaning up the miss, and right. it's going to be over to a Palmer. And now they'll go over in the corner. Now down to Wyatt Rowley, deep in the post. Now it's going to go back out to Palmer. It's going to be Baylor Rowley, mid-range jumper after getting by the defense. It's no good. Rebounded by McManaway. It's Eli here in the right corner. Back to McManaway. Now they'll pass here on the perimeter all the way over to KD. Now back to Millville. They'll dribble inside, trying to back down his defender. Now back out. KD with a little head fake. Goes over to McManaway up top. Manaway now to Millville with a touch to Eli. Now Caden, and he spins around back out to Davis. Wide open for three. KD for three. And actually, they're going to say there's a two, actually. Must have had a foot on the line. So it's tied at four instead of a three for KD. So we're all tied up here at four. That's Palmer with the basketball. A couple of ball fakes, and it's knocked away by KD. So go out of bounds, but stay right here with Woodlawn. Davis with a foot on his lo- on the line that time. Counted it as a two, and then he gets a, the deflection on the other end. They get in. 
And the Cardinals have it there, and it's going to be Lee almost mishandling the dribble, but they got it back and it gets back into the hands of Lee. Now he'll dribble, and he'll back it back out to the half-court line. 340 to go here in the opening quarter. Low score right now. Baylor Rolly with it. He'll drive inside and try for a, a cut stolen by McManaway. McManaway almost had it knocked away. Turn around. A jumper is good for McManaway. And it's 6 to 4. Altamont takes their first lead. Nice job there by McManaway. He almost lost it. He kept it together. was able to put it up and in. And it'll be Lee getting things over to Baylor Rolly. Hands off to Wyatt Rolly. Wyatt will drive to the hole, and he'll back down the defender, puts it up, no, and rebounded there by Millville. And Millville lost, loses it, but Eli goes and tracks it down. Now Eli will bring it up in the front court. Over to Davis in the corner for three. Way too long, but it's going to be Eli with the follow up and in. Eli with the offensive board, and it's eight to four, Altamon, and Cody Palmer wants a timeout for Woodlawn to stop this little run for Altamon. We'll be back in 30 seconds. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Lee goes all the way to the hole, misses the layup, and rebounded by Melville. And Altamont takes over here. McMahon away in the corner for three. No good. Back iron. And rebounded there by Palmer. Now it's Lewis with the ball. Picks up a screen there from Wyatt Rowley, and Lewis will just back it out here towards the half-court line. Reset with another screen. Back over to Wyatt on the pick and roll, and the jump shot is good for Wyatt rolling. His second basket, 8-6. to six. On a 2-10 to go here in the opening quarter. Manaway will dribble around, and Millville's wide open underneath, up and in. Millville with his first two, and it's 10-6. Nice assist there to Millville to put it up and in. He was, uh, was wide open, so somebody... Uh... They were doing their duty that time. But yeah, missed assignment there. Sure. And it's going to be Wyatt Rowley here at the volleyball line. Now the pass over to Palmer. He'll fire a three-pointer. It's off and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Outlet pass up to a Millville. Stops and pops mid-range jumper. Back iron. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded by Palmer again. And a no-look pass there and a fastball to Wyatt Rowley. Goes wide of the intended target. And it goes out. So it'll be Altamont ball on the turnover. Yarhouse comes into the game. And it'll be Millville bringing it across half court. It looks like uh, McManaway was going into the seat. Davis has it here on the right wing. Now they'll swing things over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Millville up top, and he'll dribble inside, but it was cut off. And now it's going to go over to Yarhouse. Down low to Kata Miller. A couple of dribbles. Back out to Millville. Millville drives inside. And it's Eli's short little jumper. No. Caden with the follow. No good either, but he gets his own miss back and puts it up and in. He's patting the stats. 
It's a rebound and a putback. A couple of rebounds there. It's 12 to 6. Yeah, no kidding. You got three, three rebounds, four points. Hey, it's almost picked off, and it is stolen away by Davis. He's on a long layup. Good on the fast break for KD. His second basket, 14 6. Four points for him as well, yeah. And he's stealing layup there for KD. And it's going to be Leah crossing over Davis. Now they'll get it over to Palmer. Dribbles all the way around the circle. And he gets things over to uh, Roley. And Roley lost it out of bounds. Sort of go over Housemine. As Baylor Roley just lost it on the way up. Yeah, he was just trying to, trying to go for the layup there. Just, just lost control of it and went out of bounds. So. Well, Eli will take a seat. And McManaway came back in. We got 24 points. Now 20 seconds left in the first quarter. Outsmart with a decent lead here, 14-6. Over to Yarhouse. Now to McManaway with 14 left. Dribbler out over to KD. He's open for three. Yes, that one's a three. KD for three. He's got seven in this first quarter. 17-6. Lee with three seconds left. Over to Palmer. Palmer deep three from the volleyball line was way short. And so that'll do it after one quarter of play. Southmont 17, Woodlawn 6. We'll be back in a minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack and Ben. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. After one quarter of play, it's Altamont 17-6 for the lead. And the Indians will start off with the ball here to begin the quarter. A couple of subs come in for Woodlawn there. Tyson Freck comes in as well as Bowen Rowley checked in on the quarter break. And it is Bowen with a steal on Yarhouse. And it's going to be a foul immediately by Altamont trying to get the ball back. Foul on your house there, on your house there, excuse me, his first, his first of the quarter. His first one in the game, too. Yeah. Higher quarter without a foul, amazing. That is. As it's Baylor Rowley with it, here he dribbles around McManaway, puts it up, and it's no good, but there's a blocking foul. So it's two free throws upcoming here for Baylor Rowley. So it'll be two free throws upcoming for Baylor Rowley. And he'll go through his routine. And up is good. So 
That is a 10-point game now. Altamont, 17-7. And uh, so that'll be uh, over to uh, Rowley for his second free throw. Up is good. Two for two there. And it's 17 to 8. McManaway will dribble across the timeline over to Millville. Now Millville over to McManaway. Back to Millville. He'll dribble around. Three defenders around him. Over to Kaden Miller. Puts it up through traffic. And it rolls through. And it's 19 to 8. Soft roll there. Yeah, nice soft roll there by Caden Miller. I thought uh, at first it might, might roll out. With uh, that nice slow roll around, around the rim there. Wyatt rolling high post to over for uh, Freck. And it now gets things over to uh, uh, Lee Lewis. Lewis at the top of the circle. Now over to Wyatt Rowley. Fakes the pass. He'll dribble inside. Puts it up with a runner. No. And rebounded by Caden Miller. Look outlet to Eli. He'll dribble around his defender. Puts up the shot. It was short off the front of the rim. Breck up to Lewis. Lewis had to track it down. He dribbles around. A floater in the lane. No. And rebounded by Caden Miller again. In the corner to Davis. Down low to Eli. He was double teamed. And so it's knocked out. It'll stay right here with Altamont. Off of Breck that time. 6.18 to go here in a second. It's 19 to 8. Altamont doubling him up. Now it's Millville, three-pointer. Straight on is good. Millville with a three-pointer. He's got five. 22 to 8. Bowen Rowley getting things over to Lewis. Behind the back dribble. Crosses over to the right, and it's picked off by Davis. Trying to hit a backdoor cut there, and a long outlet pass. Did complete of his intended target way too far for Eli, and that's going to be a turnover back to the Cardinals. Alan Lee will check back in for the uh, Cardinals. He'll have the ball. Also, some subs coming in there for the Indians. Yarhouse came back in for a quick breather. Manway's back in there as well. Try to get a backdoor cut there to Rowley, and he had to track it down here in the coffin corner. And they get out of trouble. That's Bowen Rolly with it. Now gets it over to a Baylor Rolly. He drives all the way to the hole. Layup is good. 22 to 10. 5.20 right, to go here in the second. Our house with it. Swings it over to Davis. Davis with Eli. Back out to McMahon away. He'll pump and go back over to Millville for another three. Back iron too strong. And rebounded by Baylor Rowley. Baylor gets it across the timeline of five minutes ago. Had it poked away from behind and by McManaway, and he goes into the hands of Yarhouse. So a steal for the Indians. McManaway is open for three in the corner. Can't get it to fall. And it's Freck and Melville going at it underneath for the rebound, and they're going to get a foul on Altamont. Freck will take a seed, and Logan Palmer will come back in for the Cardinals. And there's going to be a timeout. Coach Nieberg called that one. So we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont leads 22-10, 4.53 to go here in a second. We'll be right back. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack of M. 
Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Your score 22 to 10. Altamont with the lead. And Sneeberg, you took that last to T.O. there to talk about a couple of things. Yeah, that he did. He took his last time out there to uh, talk about a few things with his, with his team. Uh, Woodlawn started to get back in, get back in this game a little bit. You know, still down by twelve, and we scored six points in the first quarter. So, starting to chip away. Lee with the ball here at the top, and now it gives things over to Palmer. He's open for a three. It was short, and it rebounded by Eli. Over to Millville. Millville back to Eli here coming in transition. Now they'll settle things down now. Work it in the half court. Yard house over to McManaway. Dribbles here on the arc. Now over to Miller. Hook shot is good. One-handed shot there for Eli. And it's 24 to 10. Nice little hook shot there again by, uh, by Eli Miller. Lee. Now 14 for Altamont. In the corner, Wyatt Rowley now. It's a short layup. It's good for Wyatt. Six points, 24-12. He's got half the points for Woodlawn. Yeah. He's got six. And it's Millville over to Kata Miller. He'll drive baseline out to Yarhouse. It's tipped, so Yarhouse couldn't shoot it. Now find things. Millville for three. Long, but Kata Miller is there for the follow. His shot was too strong. And rebounded by Palmer. A couple of missed shots there. Missed the three, and Kaden missed a easy one there. Unlike him, but yeah. you know, sometimes you just put up there and it's too strong. 325 to go here in the second. It is the Baylor Rolly going all the way to the hole. Offensive foul. It's a charge. Eli Miller slid in there and took the charge for Altamont. As Davis will check back in, and Millville will take a seat. And we got Logan Heater coming back in for the Cardinals. I think it was Baylor Rolly sitting down with those two fouls now. McManaway has it in the front court. Gives things over to Yarhouse. Back to McManaway here up top. And he'll dribble around and stops and gives it off to Eli. Eli is triple teamed out there, trying to find someone to pass to. And the ball's loose, and Eli tracks it back down. And it's going to be over to Yarhouse. Back to McManaway up top. He'll drive inside. Layup. No, but Kaden Miller is there for another follow attempt. This time it's good. And offensive rebound and a putback for Miller. It's 26-12. Seventh rebound for Caden Miller so far today. All in the first half. It's been a beast here on the board. For sure. As it is Lewis with it. He'll dribble inside, trying to back down Davis, and now he tried to pass out of it. Stolen in the hands of Caden Miller. Outlet pass was denied to Eli, but Yarhouse is the one to track it down. As it'll be McManaway. Over to Davis here on the right side. Now McManaway's going to fire for three. Back iron, no good. 
tipped out, and it's going to go out to Davis. It was tipped by Caden Miller. So another offensive possession upcoming. Yarhouse is open for three from the wing. It can't go, and there's going to be an offensive foul underneath on the rebound. Or maybe it's going to go on the defense. It is going to go on Woodlawn. Caden and uh, Palmer battling for the board, and it's going to go against Woodlawn. Manaway will take a seed, and Millville will come back in. Easily inbounded there. Two minutes to go in the half. Eli has it here, high post, and now he'll dribble inside. Back out to Davis for a straight on three. Back iron again, and no good. Rebounded by Heater. Heater trying to start something offensively, and it goes over to Lewis. Lewis picks up a screen from Wyaroli, and Lewis left-handed three-pointer was off and rebounded by Melville. Minute 35 to go in the half. It's Millville gets the ball back. And he looks around to Eli. Back over to a Millville and they'll work it around here. It's over to a Davis. Now a Millville. Back to Davis for three in the corner. KD for three. And he's got 10. It's 29-12. Went up on a minute to go in the half. Over to a Lewis. Lewis trying to shake Yarhouse. Dribbles to his right. Goes all the way to the hole. And it's going to be a charge. Offensive foul. Is that Eli again? I think it was. Eli took the charge again. That's going to be a charging offensive foul on Woodlawn. And Altamont will get the ball back with 57 seconds to go. First foul on uh, Palmer for Woodlawn's team's third in the quarter. Davis in the corner here. Back out to a Millville. Now to Yarhouse. McManaway again. McManaway has it over in the corner here to KD. Fires things over to Millville. Back over to McManaway. Yarhouse has it. He has it underneath. It's blocked by Ryan Rowley. But back out to McManaway for three. Back iron again. No good. And tipped around and it's going to go to Lewis for Woodlawn. Over to Wyatt in transition. No good. But he's going to be fouled. So a couple of free throws are going to be coming here for Wyaroli. And Kata Miller goes sliding into the stage here at Altamont. He's back up. So Wyaroli was shooting a couple of free throws here. First foul for Kate Miller, team sport. Quarter. 22.3 left here in the second quarter. Wyatt's foul shot is no good. Has got a unique shooting motion from the free throw line. Yarhouse will take a seat and Eli will come back in. So Wyatt with his second free throw missed the first one. Goes through the routine. And it, well, yeah, it looks like he just shoots it off with one hand. Barely gets that uh, left hand on it. And the free throw is good, I guess, whatever works for you. Right, yeah, I thought that was kind of odd myself, but yeah, whatever whatever works. 29-13 now, 10 seconds left. McManaway over to KD. The lob for Millville, and it's going to be a, a foul underneath. As uh, that was going to go on Caden, I think, setting the screen there for the lob. It is. Caden Miller's second, team's fifth in the quarter. 
So it's going to be uh, Lee getting things over there to uh, a shot. No good. And then time's going to run out. And currently here at the half, it is 29-13. Altamont with the lead. A little bit of a slow start for the Indians, but they got things going here, and they found their rhythm again. And now they have the lead at 29-13 at the half. And so we'll be back with the first half statistics, as well as we'll take a look at some other scores from around the area, including that a game that is happening before the Altamont Lady Indians at the Falls shootout there. T-Town in action. They just hit halftime. I just got a score from that. So we'll look in on that coming up here in the halftime report. It's 29-13, Altamont with the lead. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back to Altamont Community High School here at the half. It is 29-13 with the uh, Altamont Indians leading over the Wood Alana Cardinals here in uh, boys uh, basketball. As, you know, there was a little bit of a slow start uh, for Altamont as they trailed this one uh, four to nothing in the early going, and we wondered just how uh, that would be with the start of the game, with a game against Dietrich. Uh, you exerted so much energy and so much emotion into the game, and uh, they came out a little flat, but ever since that flat start, they've righted the ship a little bit, and they got things going there in the first quarter, and they kind of continue things uh, there in the uh, second quarter as well. They've built up a nice lead uh, here, 29-13 here, at the half. I thought I wanted to uh, remind you coming up a little bit later in the uh, day in uh, less than an hour or so uh, it's Altamont Lady Indians basketball. We'll have coverage from the uh, Paul's shootout there in uh, Breeze as uh, that's a, a big one against Christopher for the ladies of course playing some just great basketball right now and picked up right where they left off in the 2023 and it's a big test today against uh, Christopher and a great player Mia Hargrove uh, there, and uh, that game's going to be on WCRA, and uh, so you can uh, check that out here in less than an hour because uh, the game before Altamont and Christopher, it's Petersburg, a.k.a. Porta, against Petopolis, and currently right now at the half, it is Porta winning 30-10 to 10 over the uh, Shoes, wow. and I have to understand that the uh, Altamont JV team is playing at the uh, East Gym uh, there in a junior varsity contest as well, but uh, the varsity game before Altamont's game is that topless game. So uh, they're currently at the half, so uh, they'll be starting here uh, probably by the end of the game. Uh, the ladies should tip off there. Um, and also I have another final score from earlier today. Uh, St. Anthony, the boys team, uh, winning over St. Pete 66-26 to was the final there. And uh, also St. Anthony girls got a win against Flora already this morning as well. So... That's a couple of the scores here. And the score here at halftime is Altamont 29-13. Dominic, what does it look like over there with the stats? Well, some stats look good and some don't look very good. But uh, <laughs> you'll have that when you play high school boys basketball. And uh, as you look at some stats, uh, first here for Altamont, uh, Alec Jarhouse is 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 2 from three-point range. Caden Davis is 2 for 2 from the field and 2 for from three-point range with 10 points. Eli Miller is 2 for 4 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-point range with four points. Cade uh, Millville is uh, 1 for 2 from the field and 1 for 3 from three-point range with five points. Aiden McManaway, 1 for 2 from the field and 0 for 5 from three-point range with two points. Big guy down below, Cade Miller, 4 for 7 from the field seven rebounds. He's got eight points. 
Alamont overall in the first half, 10 for 18 from the field for 55%, 3 for 5, or excuse me, 3 for 15 from the uh, three-point three line for 20%. And uh, I don't have them for a turnover at all in the first half. So that's the positive there as they lead to 29 to 13. <coughs> excuse me, for uh, Woodlawn, Baylor, Baylor Rowley, he's uh, one for three from the field and two for two. From the uh, free throw line, he's got uh, four points. Frick uh, has played, but he has not scored. Geller uh, Rowley for Woodlawn is uh, three for six from the field and one for two from the free throw line with uh, seven points. And uh, Tanner Lee's one for three from the field with uh, two points for their uh, solo 13. And uh, O'Palmer, he's over four from. 0 for 4 from uh, three-point range. Uh, I've seen Woodlawn 4 for 12 from the field for 25%, 0 for 4 for behind the arc, and 3 for 4 from the free throw line. So not not too much good working, uh, going Woodlawn, Woodlawn's way, everything going uh, Altamont's way. Like you said, they did get off kind of a slow start after they uh, had the uh, very uh, challenging and tough, tough game last night against, against Cedric. They've, uh, like you said, kind of ironed things out right now, and uh, looking looking for more of the same in the in the second half as they uh, continue to uh, to improve on their game and uh, continue against this uh, Woodlawn team who's kind of kind of down versus uh, versus years years past. So uh, we'll see if uh, Altamont can keep it up or if uh, Woodlawn they have a sudden sudden comeback in them and. Uh, like getting ready to start the second half here. Yeah, I saw one of the pass along there with the lady, and he's coming up here at about 5 o'clock for their game against Christopher next uh, week on Monday. They are scheduled to have a game uh, at Marshall, and then the boys here are returning here to Altamont to take on Central A&M, and uh, that Tuesday game may have some weather implications uh, there, so we'll keep you up to date with the rest of the week there for next week of basketball there but currently the Cardinals will start off with a basketball they'll be going right to left here to begin in the second half and then we get it with a three by Josh Lewis and Woodlawn's on the board here 29-16 as Altamont going left to right on your radio dial here Melville's going to leave it off the front of the rim no good but Garhouse is going to get the board and so an extra possession here for Altamont over to McManaway he'll stop and Look for somebody to give it to, and he gives it off to Millville. Millville, here's almost dribbles into a double team over to McManaway up top. McManaway, Eli, Millville, Yarhouse, and uh, Miller, Caden Miller, the five starting in the third quarter for Altamont. Millville has it here in the left corner, back up top to McManaway. Now McManaway has it over to Eli, touches the pass to Caden Miller, and the layup, couple bounces, no. And he fights for the rebound, though, and he's going to be fouled. And so here's two more or two free throws coming for Kata Miller. Foul number three, or excuse me, 23, Town Lee, his first, team's first quarter. And it looks like I have that. Down. These are the first two free throw attempts for Altima in the game. You are correct. Miller missed the uh, free throw all the way to the left. Uh, still 29-16. Just a couple of ticks 
below a minute gone here in the third quarter, just beginning here in the second half. Miller goes one for two there for Caden. He's got nine in the game, and it's 30 to 16. And uh, so it'll be a Baylor Rolly in across the timeline. Baylor Rolly, Wire Rolly, Leah Lewis, and Palmer, the five out there for Woodlawn. Lewis with the basketball here. He's trying to go up against Millville. Back over to Wyatt Rolly. Shot for two from mid-range off the front of the rim and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse gives it over to Eli. He almost lost it, but he tracks it back down. And so Eli will call a play and give it over to Millville. He'll give things over to McManaway in between the circles. He'll dribble here at the top of the key. Over to Yarhouse. And he gets free. In and out no good. But Caden's there for another rebound. And they won't count the shot. And it'll just be a common foul here on Woodlawn. So Eli will just inbound there on the baseline. He'll get up top to uh, Millville. Now he'll just hand things off to McManaway. Gives it back to uh, Millville. And Millville gives it to Eli here at the free throw line. Over to Millville. He's open for three. Yes. Washed it home for Cade Millville, and he's got eight, 33-16. As it'll be Lewis, or Lee with the ball. Now we go over to a Palmer. Palmer, a little bit of a miscommunication, but it was Lewis who went tracking down the wayward pass. Lewis gets it back out, and it's picked off by McManaway. Turnover by the Cardinals. McManaway goes all the way, and he's fouled. Fouled on the layup, so it'll be a two free throws upcoming here for Aiden McManaway. That's a nice steal there by uh, McManaway. He's trying to take it all the way. The foul. And, uh, fouls on Baylor Rowley, his third, team's third quarter. Yeah, fouls are really piling up here for the Cardinals in the third, and McManaway's going to miss the free throw. He took a couple of bounces and off. So it'll be Tyson Freck coming back in, as well as Bowen Rowley. Looks like uh, Palmer and uh, Lee took a seat. Or Lewis, as it's Lee with the basketball here again across half court. As it'll be uh, off there by Lee, and he almost took it away from behind, and he does so it'll be uh, up top there to Lee in between the circles now over to Wyatt Rowley Wyatt gives things off almost picked off but Lee has it here in the corner trying to hit Wyatt Rowley down low but instead they get it up top to uh, Lewis and now there's going to be a foul on Alcimon Manaway made that last free throw, by the way. 34-16 now. And it's going to be a three-pointer. Good. A deep three there for Josh Lewis. I don't know if that was supposed to be a shot or a alley-oop to Wyatt, Rolly, but three points either way. Right, yeah, either way. Lewis is two for two in the third quarter on three-pointers for Woodlawn. Yardhouse down low to Kaden Miller. Now back out to a Yardhouse after a nice recovery by Woodlawn. 
Eli now amongst the trees. He puts it up. It's good. Twice his way through traffic. Does Eli Miller in 36-18. Wire rolly. Quick response. Can't get the runner to go. And it's rebounded by Kaden Miller. McManaway in the front court now. He takes it all the way to the hole. Off the glass and in. Count the basket. And the foul for Aiden McManaway. He's got two, and it's going to be an old-fashioned three-point playoff coming. And that's going to bring our house to the bench, and the Davis will check back in. Fouls on number 31, Tyson Frick for Woodlawn. That's his first Woodlawn sports quarter. Missed the free throw, but McManaway gets it right back. And the Eli puts up the tough shot. No, Caden with another couple rebounds and can't get either shot to fall. And it's finally rebounded by Freck. So two more rebounds there for Caden Miller, but couldn't finish either follow. I got him with 11 rebounds so far today. High pass for Woodlawn there trying to hit Lee on the baseline. And it went high out of bounds. So it'll be a turnover back to the Indians. 340 to go here in the third. 19-point lead for Altamont. Largest lead of the of the evening. As it'll be Eli getting it over to Davis in the corner for three. Another three for KD. And it's 41-19. Third one, of, third one so far today for KD. Having a nice game today. As it's going to be a three answered by Logan Heater. And it's 41-22. Back-to-back threes for both teams here. Yeah, as Melville and McManaway ran into each other, but luckily no one lost possession. McManaway will have it up top. They tried to throw it down low to Eli, but maybe forced the pass a little bit and ticked off there. Right, so I thought it was the first turnover of the game. And uh, they have Lee over to Wyaroli. Thought about a two, but he goes around. Kata Miller on the pump fake. Wyaroli with a finger roll, and it's 41-24. Nice little finger roll there by uh, Wyatt Rowley. He's been one of the bright spots for the Cardinals today. Yeah, he really has. Melville, cross-court pass to Davis, but he gets it back off to McManaway. Back to Davis. He's open for three. Left it short off the front of the rim, but Eli Miller is there for the offensive rebound, and his turnaround jumper is good for Eli Miller. He's got eight, and it's 43-24. Eli Miller getting it done. Both Millers are getting it done here for Alvamont today. Coming up on two minutes to go in the third, and it's going to be Wyatt going one-on-one with Caden Miller, and there's going to be a foul. And that's a foul on Caden Miller. And so two free throws coming here for Wyatt Rowley. It's going to be Caden's third. Team second in the quarter. Caden Miller has three, and Baylor Rowley has three for uh, Woodlaw. There's only two really in foul trouble so far. That's going to be a free throw by Wyatt Rowley, and it rolls off. No good. It is a unique free throw motion. And it's going to be McManaway taking a seat in Yard House. What Wyatt is doing here is he is shooting it here with his right hand, and uh, he goes, he palms it down and then back up and then uh, gets his left hand on just slightly and he made that free throw there. So one for two for Wyatt. 
And it's 43-25. Under two to go here in the third. And it's Eli with it at the top of the circle, and he'll pick it up and get it off to Millville. Millville will drive to his right, and he's uh, cut off. And now over to Eli. Eli will dribble to his right, and here's going to be a foul on Woodlawn. And so that's the 15 foul on Woodlawn. So out to mine in the bonus, so Eli's going to be shooting two here. A minute 38 to go in the third. 18-point lead for the Indians. Free throw up by Eli Miller is good. Got nine tonight. And it's 44-25. That foul on Woodlawn was on uh, Tyson Frick. That was his second. And it'll be Eli with his second free throw up coming to Give the Indians a 20-point lead, and it almost went out, but it falls through, so it'll be a 20-point lead and two more points for Eli in those uh, two free throws. In the double figures now, it's 45-25, a minute 30 to go in the third. As they get things over here to Lee here on the left wing, and tries to go around Yarhouse, but it was cut off, and now back up top. And now Wyatt Rolly here at the free throw line. He'll drive inside, puts it up, and it's no good. It rolled off the rim, and another rebound for Caden Miller. Number 12 for Caden. Altamont up quickly here, and he's going to think about a three, but instead Caden Miller spin around, and the layup was short, no good, and a battle for the board, and it's going to be a held ball, and alternate possession arrow will keep it here with the Indians. Caden will take a seat, and McManaway will come back in. Under a minute to go here in the third. 20-point lead for Altamont. Yarhouse looking to get in underneath the basket. He finally finds Davis. And now Millville will have it here almost at the Indian logo here, half court. A dribble to his right. Backdoor cut to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is underneath the basket trying to pass it off to somebody. Triple team, and there's going to be a tie-up. An alternate possession arrow this time will go in the favor of the Cardinals, so it'll be Woodlawn ball with 46.6 left. Yeah, Yarhouse really nowhere to go there. He has stopped his dribble and moving around on his pivot foot. Like you said, it was triple team. He just didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Ball. yeah, nowhere to go there. Uh, Heater with it over to Wyatt Rowley. He picked it up. Now he's going to get things off to Lee with 35 seconds left. Heater down low to Wyatt Rowley, and there's going to be a foul underneath as they were trying to deny Wyatt Rowley the pass and get the Indians with a foul. Be Eli Miller's second. So it'll be, it'll be Lewis underneath the basket, and there's going to be a, a foul. Another foul on Eli. Saying that he wrapped up a Cardinal there, so... Two quick fouls there by Eli. Quickly in and two Wyatt Rowley, and then there's going to be a violation uh, trying to get Wyatt Rowley free, and so that's going to be an offensive foul on the Cardinals. Be Wyatt Rowley's first. An odd sequence there, but it'll give the Indians the ball. 
Under 30 to go here in the third. Melville is in trouble. Gives off to Davis here in the corner. Davis picks it up. It's over to McManaway. He finds Yarhouse in the corner. Yarhouse over to Eli Meller. Eli with 13 left. Trying to dribble around to his right. And now he'll back it back out. Now dribble to the right again. And he's going to take it all the way. No good. And a fight for the rebound goes to Wyatt Rowley. Wyatt throws it up. And it's going to be no good. That was a pass to a lead or a shot. But either way, it is a 20-point lead for Altamont headed into the fourth quarter. And so we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indies basketball here on Jack Events. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Start of the fourth quarter. Altamont with a lead by 20. I'll start off with the ball here. Millville throws over to Davis in the corner. He'll drive baseline, and it's going to be picked off by Freck. They're trying to get it cross court to McManaway. And in transition, a stop and pop for three there. No good by Lewis, but it's going to be Wyatt Rowley getting the board. He puts it back up, and it's good. Tough shot for Wyatt Rowley. And it's 45-27. That was a tough shot by Rowley. He was trying to got the rebound, kind of falling fall away from the basket. They will put it back up and in. And so it'll be a Caden Miller giving over to Davis. Now back to a Millville. Thought about the drive, but kicks it out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse stops and gives it back off to Kata Miller. He's going to fire a three-pointer straight on. Good. Showing the range there for Kata Miller is good. And it's 48-27. to 27. Quickly the other way, Ryan Rowley goes in and out. No good. And another rebound for Kata Miller. As it's man Banaway. Hop step in the lane. Puts it up. No. Kata with the follow. It's no good, but he's fouled. So, Kata Miller, two more free throws, and also another rebound as well. And it's two free throws here for Kata Miller. Rousel 31, Tyson Frick, his third, team's first. Kate Miller got double-double, 14 rebounds, 12 points. Going up for more. The free throw is good. Now, Sin, 49-27. With the lead, largest lead of their day so far, 22 points. And Caden's second free throw is off to the right, no good. Rebounded by Freck. As it's going to be uh, Lewis. 
with the basketball here on the left wing. And now trying to get out to Wyatt Rowley, and he gets it. And a jumper is off no good and rebounded by Davis. Breck takes a tumble there. He's right back up over to a yard out in the corner quickly in the transition. Kata Miller backing down Wyatt Rowley too strong. And it's going to be tipped out right into the hands of Baylor Rowley. Now Lewis in transition. Can't get it to fall. And it's going to be tipped and rebounded by Yarhouse. And Millville will have it here at the volleyball line and blow it down for the Indians. And it's going to be Millville, and he's going to lose it out of bounds. So it'll be a turnover over to Woodlawn. Abbott only is the third turnover we gave for Woodlawn. Pass along, and that uh, Porta was uh, leading 45-13 over Topolis after three quarters minutes ago, so it'll be a wow. missed shot there by a Freck and rebounded there by Altamont. The game is before the Lady Indians over in Breeze. So that game will be coming up shortly over on WCRA. And now Millville will dribble to his left, kicks it back out to McManway, and he'll drive. He'll spin around, puts up the shot, no good, and a fight for the rebound is going to go to Lee for Woodlawn. He'll come down the left sideline, and he'll take a step back. Well, I thought about a three, but instead passes up to Baylor-Roley for three in transition. And it takes a couple of bounds. Good. So, seven for Baylor-Roley, and it's going to be a tip down by the Cardinals. So, stay right here with Alphamont. And it looks like Coach Palmer will take a timeout. So, We'll take a timeout as well. It's 49 to 30. Altamont with the lead. And so we'll be back. You're listening to Indians Basketball here on Jack Event. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 49-30 is the score here with 5-10 left to go here in this one. And Coach Fowler took the timeout there. Talk about a couple of things and get some subs in. Palmer will return in the lineup for the Cardinals, and I believe it was Lee who was the one who took a seat there. It's McManaway going to be inbounding there on the sidelines just in front of the coaching staff for Altma. Coach Nebery, Coach Cool, Coach Suko there. As Millville will get over to Eli here at the high post, and he's going to be tied up, and it's going to be a jump ball. And alternate possession will give it here to the Cardinals. Same thing kind of earlier with Yarhouse. Miller was uh, triple teamed and uh, there was somebody to pass it to and ended up with a jump ball. Yeah. So it'll be picked off by Caden Miller. They're trying to get it to Wyatt Rowley and Caden can't handle the pass. Lambs his hand down on the court in frustration that time of losing it there, but it'll be a Woodlawn's possession again. 
yeah, Caden have a, having a heck of a game. It was a nice steal there, but yeah, I just couldn't, couldn't handle it and uh, lost it out of bounds, goes back to Woodlawn. Oh, be, fourth turnover for Altamont. It'll be now Woodlawn in front of the Altamont coaching staff inbounding. And it's going to be Heater going to be bringing it up. He's across the timeline and picked up by Davis. Gets things over to Lewis. And it's a jumper was off. No good. Millville with the outlet pass to Davis. Gives it to Eli. Eli goes inside. Back over in the corner to McManaway for three. No good. Rebounded by Heater. Wyroli has it. And he puts it up. No good. And another rebound for Kaden Miller. 15 rebounds for Ked Miller today. Self a day on the offense and defensive boards. Over to Davis coming up on four minutes to go. He's double teamed, passes out of it over to Millville. Eli's open for a second. They find him, puts up the shot. It was short, hit nothing. And now it's going to be taken away by Woodlawn. Here's Lewis and blocked from behind by Caden Miller. And they're going to call Ooh. As... Caden coming up for the uh, chase down a block, and they call a foul on Caden Miller, so it'll send Josh Lewis to the line. They get a lot of ball there. I mean, it was right in front of us. It was. I don't look like, it, don't look like all ball to me. But, uh, and Caden thought so, too. Yep. And a free throw is no good there for Lewis. Also, Caden's fourth foul. Yes, it is. Under four to go here. And Lewis, second free throw is good. One for two there. And it's 49-31. Caden, double team here in the backcourt. Full court pressure by the Cardinals. And the Indians break it. Eli had it poked away from behind. And it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Woodlawn. So it'll stay right here with the Indians. So McManaway will inbound it in front of the Altamont bench there. Gets it in to Millville. Millville now will bring it across the timeline, establish himself in the front court. And Millville crosses over Lewis to his left, gives over to Davis. About about a three, but gives it off to Caden Miller. Now over to McManaway. McManaway over to Millville. He's open in the corner. Three ball is good. Takes a kind home bounce. And it's 52-31, three points from Melville. Very much so lucky about there. And it's going to be out of bounds at the last touch by Baylor Rolly. And he missed the shot, and he was the last one to touch it as well. So it'll be Altamont basketball. As they're coming up on three minutes to go in the game, Eli with it over to Akeda Miller. Akeda Miller underneath puts it up, and he's going to be fouled. And so he was wrapped up pretty quickly there. But it's going to be two free throws coming here for Caden Miller. Fouls on Baylor early for Woodlawn. That's his fourth, team second of the quarter. And so Caden Miller back to the line. Free throw is good. 53-31. That makes the score. Peter taking a seat, and uh, we have uh, Lee coming back in. And so Caden will be shooting his second free throw. 
Up and that one bounces off. No good. Just bounced off the rim there. And uh, so it'll be Lee with it. Lee having it here on the right side. And now over to a Baylor roll. He's going to take a three-pointer, and it's no good. Rebounded by Caden Miller. McMahon away up top to Millville. Gets it down and gets things over to Caden Miller for three. Bounces off. No good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Lewis. Lewis brings it across for the Cardinals. He'll dribble up top and takes a tough jump shot and takes a bounce off the left iron and in. So Lewis picks up two more. 53-33, leads 20 for Altamont. Davis for another three. Yes. Three ball, corner pocket for KD. 4 3. 56 33. 4 3 is tonight. Lewis, tough jump shot is off, no good, but rebounded by Palmer. He puts it back up. It's no good. Rebounded again by Caden Miller. Under two to go in the game. As Eli gets over to McMahon away and now to Millville. Back out to Davis. He's going to take another three. In and now no good. But it's going to be rebounded by Eli. Nice save as well. Gets it to McManaway. He drives, puts it up. Down the basket for McManaway. And it's going to be 58-33. Manaway with seven in the game. They find Baylor Rolly. He drives all the way to the hole. Strong drive up and in. Two points for him. It's 58-35. Timeout for some subs. So, for Altamont, try to check and see all the uh, subs there. We got Cooper Powell checking in. Uh, Trent Tedrick is into the game as well. Tyler Ruffner in there. And we also got a Zach Meyer as well. We got some subs for Woodlawn. And it's going to be underneath, and it's up and in. There for Woodlawn. As that was River. Uh... Greenski. And don't know what we're what we stop and play for. I, I was trying to get all the subs in and there was a violation on Altamont and uh, the officials uh, stopped play for uh, a timeout. Yeah, he did. He scored. He scored on the wrong end. I know what was going. Also, another basket. Own basket. Own basket. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it either. But yeah, everybody's so excited about getting in that River Risky. He scored. He scored on Altamont's end. So third. I think this is the third time this happened this year. I've never seen it in my life. And then three times in one season. <laughs> well. It's happened twice on the girls' side. And now this time, uh, Rinsky gets a basket for Altamont on uh, their own shot. Didn't even realize it up here. We're trying to get all the subs in. I didn't either. The Altamont was going the other way, and the coaches were pointing the other so that's way. That's what they were yelling about. Yeah, they yelling about, yeah. All right, so Rinsky's going to get the two points on the right end this time. And so it's 60 to 37. And, and now it's over to Walker. Walker also is in there as well. I missed him. 
Tedrick with a drive. He had a knock loose, and it's going to go out off of Tedrick. So it's going to be uh, Woodlawn basketball. Uh, it's under 30 to go. Rinsky with it. He's looking for someone to pass to. Find uh, that is Bundy. Bundy puts it up, up and in. 60 to 39. And it's Powell's going to be bringing it up. And a Powell over to Walker. And uh, the Woodlawn's just going to let him dribble it out. So that'll do it. So your final score, 60 to 39. Altamont comes away victorious. And so uh, two wins in less than 24 hours. And it's a, a 60 to 39 winner over Woodlawn. So it'll be uh, another W of four Altamont in the win column. Nine and four. The Indians improve two and Woodlawn fall to a six and ten on the season. We'll be back to have a conversation with uh, Coach Niebury and get the uh, final stats here today in uh, this one. Altamont victorious again. And it's a uh, 60 to 39 winner. And we'll be back to wrap it up. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. 
When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School. And your final score is a 60-39. to Altamont was victorious. Their second win in less than 24 hours. Big conference win against Dietrich last night. And then uh, they're a winner here this evening. Uh, with a 60 to 39 victory over the uh, Woodlawn and Cardinals, and uh, story of the game there was uh, again a little slow out of the gates. Maybe you'd expect that after last night's so emotional win, uh, but Altamont raided the ship there and they got things going there early on, and they took the lead in the first quarter and uh, never really looked back and never really felt threatened uh, there in the game as well. Caden Miller just had himself a, a great afternoon here with the uh, board double-double uh, as well, pulled down a lot of rebounds uh, today, and we'll check with Dominic here in a second to see how many uh, he had, but uh, beast on the board today, and also a KD with a nice game as well with a 16 and uh, some three-pointers as well. Four of them, I believe, is what he made uh, there. So uh, successful successful game there for Altamont and it kind of exactly what you wanted after uh, coming up and picking up that win last night no real letdown uh, today against the uh, Cardinals and picking up win number nine here on the season is uh, is good as well no it is definitely definitely good as well picking up win number nine on the season they're Altamont 9-4 and 2-0 in the conference and uh Definitely, definitely get to get back back wins, especially uh, a win like they got last night and uh, let's say uh, you know a hostile hostile environment over over Dietrich. You know, it was a tough tough win, and uh, you know, it was, I guess it's good to get to get these nice uh, nice uh, nice victories like this here, sixty to thirty nine over Woodlawn. Uh, you mentioned Kate Miller, Travis. I got him for fourteen points. 17 rebounds. So, uh, even though he wasn't leading scorer, I got the uh, Caden Davis as a leading scorer at 16 points. But Caden uh, Miller always tough. And you see, uh, Coach, yeah, Neary, Coach John Neary making his way over here to uh, the uh, booth. So, we'll uh, get Dominic to a hand off the headsets to uh, Coach, and uh, we'll get him on uh, the headsets and talk about uh, this one here. And uh, congratulations on a win, a second win in less than uh, 24 hours. We Wondered how they were, kids were going to come out today, Saturday, uh, kind of afternoon basketball, much emotion there last night. But, uh, you know, 4 nothing down early. Right. Uh, but uh, right of the ship out there in the first quarter, though. Yeah. Uh, spent a lot of energy last night, but I thought the boys, um, you know, executed very well against the zone. Yeah. Um, we weren't we weren't necessarily expecting a zone, so uh, – 
came out kind of surprised a little bit early on, but then we started, you know, uh, finding gaps, looking for skips, looking for shooters, um, and uh, looking for the high post. So I thought first quarter in this first half we really executed some of our sets against it and got some easy baskets. And uh, like you said, they're taking advantage of uh, that zone. It's always kind of maybe nice to see uh, every so often and uh, finding some holes in that. I uh, know uh, Davis uh, was uh, strong with that, getting some open threes uh, tonight and uh, knocking them down uh, there. And really uh, it was uh, a good good a- afternoon there for uh, for KD and the offense as well. Yeah, we, we, shot, we shot decently. I think we settled for some threes. Late, later, we set up yeah. for threes. Um, but the first half, I thought some most of the shots were were good, were good inside out or skips or you know penetrating a gap and a kick. Uh, you know, it was good to see KD having a good game um, after last night where he didn't didn't make a three and then tonight, you know, right. You know, uh, so it, it's good to see him bounce back and uh, being the leading scorer. We had him down, but uh, uh, he we need him. We need him to shoot well. I thought. Uh, Aiden did a good job at the top of the zone. But, yeah, yeah, it's a good thing to see a zone. I kind of told that coach at halftime, right? We wanted to work on some man stuff a little bit, but it was good to see a, <laughs> good to see a zone. Uh, just, just a, we haven't seen one in a while, I don't think. And also, uh, Kaden Miller uh, as well was a beast today uh, on, the, on the board, both uh, offense and uh, defense. And missed some shots, but then that allowed him to get some uh, rebounds. And uh, just a beast on the board today. Yeah, we were coach and I were talking. He uh, he, he probably should have had about twenty five and twelve, but we had him for fourteen and nineteen because uh-huh. he missed a lot of his own shots. Yep, should have just made the basket first. First off, uh, so I got to buy him a steak dinner because he's got nineteen rebounds. He, he uh, so he, he earned that. He's him one of the best rebounds. I was looking at it today. Some of the stats. Uh, he's one of the best rebounders I've had. Like obviously. Um, you know, boys kind of rely on him a little bit too much, but uh, yeah. he he goes and seeks that ball, man. He he, he gets balls, he rebounds that are uh, out of his radius, and he, he knows how to like tip it to himself a little bit, kind of Rodmanish style, you know. Yeah, so, um, kid never never question his effort. You know, sometimes no. sometimes his execution isn't the best, but he, he you know, again trying trying to learn uh, learn at a varsity pace. So uh, he I, I, I love the kid. Uh, he just he's just fun to watch it underneath that rim. Yeah, he's definitely uh, nice to watch uh, game in and game out, uh, for sure, with the effort that he brings and the energy, uh, for sure. Right. And, uh, you know, like we keep mentioning, though, it was uh, good to come out here on a Saturday after the, the big conference win against Dietrich and uh, take care of business and uh, no letdown uh, here today after uh, back-to-back games here in uh, short notice. Right, we put no excuses on the board, like don't. You know, can't you can't find excuses. You got to look for reasons to win. Winners look for reasons to win. Losers look for excuses to lose. Um, and uh, boys found a way tonight against you know uh, an improving Woodlawn team that from last sure. last year they you know they were struggling a little bit, but they you know they've gotten a lot of experience last year, so uh, they're going to keep getting better. And uh, so uh, now we kind of turn the page and uh, we kind of. Uh, wait on the weather a little bit right. see how that uh, shakes out this weekend of uh, what system exactly is in <laughs> on a Tuesday. I don't want to jinx anything right. uh, there, but uh, it's uh, right back at it uh, next week uh, with uh, Central NM on uh, Tuesday, uh, hopefully if the weather cooperates. Yeah, is it, is it here? Is it here? Yeah, okay. I believe so, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, always, that's always a bad bad drive. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Coach uh, Coach Smith, my JV coach in high school, took back the program. Um, you know, he was the guy that it was at the helm there for a while. Yeah, um, when they when they had that really good team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he I know he's going to bring a good game plan for us, and we're going to have to play good. Uh, I think do we have to read that next, next week. I think I think we got. Is that the Hills? Yeah, the Thursday? Hillsboro Thursday yeah, and Thursday, Friday. Uh, Friday. As hard as we play, we're going to have to – got three games, so we're going to have to be ready to go. All right, so, uh, Coach, we'll uh, enjoy this one again yep, and uh, go and uh, celebrate a little bit and try back at it you know, uh, next week. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, All right, guys. Coach, we Thank appreciate you. it, and we appreciate Coach John Ebert for joining us here again after the game like he always does. We appreciate it. And uh, hand things back over to uh, Dominic, and we'll run through some stats here, and uh, then we'll uh, get on out of here. All right, first of all, for Altamont, they went here today 60-39 over Woodlawn. Alec Yarhouse was 0-2 from the field and 0-2 from three-point range. Caden Davis, he was 2-2 from the field and 4-8 from three-point range. He had 16 points. Eli Miller, 4-9 from the field, 0-1 from three-point range. He was 2-2 from the free-throw line with 10 points. Caden Millville, 1-2 from the field. Three for five from the three-point range with 11 points. Aiden McManaway was three for seven from the field and 0 for six from the three-point range. And uh, one for three from uh, the free-throw line with seven points. Caden Miller, he was four for 12 from the free-throw line. Coach said he had 19. I only had him for 17 rebounds. Either way, he had a lot of, a lot of rebounds. Uh, double-double, so very nice performance for him today. Uh, Alamont shot 14 of 34 from the field for 41%, 8 of 24 from behind the arc for 33%, and 6 of 11 from the free throw line for 55%. For Woodlawn, um, Baylor Rowley was uh, 3 for 7 from the field and 2 for 2 from the uh, free throw line as he had, he had 8 points. Logan Heater, he was uh, 1 for 1 from 3-point range with uh, 3 points. Uh, Wyatt Rowley, he was their uh, main scorer for Woodlawn. He was 5 of 14 from the field and 2 for 4 from the free throw line with 12 points. Uh, and Ryan Rinsky, he uh, he made a he made a bucket for Aldemont and he made a bucket for for Woodlawn. So he uh, he had two points for Aldemont and two points for Woodlawn. Uh, Tanner Lee was one for four from the field with two points and. Uh, Lewis was uh, one for four from the field and two for seven from three-point range with nine points. And Bundy coming late scored. He was one for one from the field. For Woodlawn, they were 12-31 from the field for 39%. Uh, three for eight from three-point range, 38%. Five for eight from free throw line for 63%. And they fall here today to uh, Alamont 60-39. to So that's your stats. And that's almost uh, perfect timing. I hear the national anthem over on a WCRA. So that big uh, Lady Indians matchup there at the Paul shootout against the Christopher. We're definitely going to be listening to that on the way back home to FEM. And he's definitely in turn over here to a WCRA 99.5, 107.7 FM or 1090 AM or on the FEM radio app as well to uh, listen to uh, that game. And interested to hear uh, that one with Altamont putting their win streak on the line there as well. Back in action on a Monday against the Marshall for the Lady Indians, and it's going to be moved right back here to Jack FM 
Uh, so right back to the regular schedule programming there. And uh, weather permitting, maybe rain might be trending toward more toward rain, hopefully, uh, for Tuesday night so we can get the Central A&M and Altima game in here at the high school. So that'll wrap it up here today again. Final score, 60-39. to 39. Uh, Thanks to Carter back at the studios for helping and getting on and off the air today once again. And uh, thanks to Dominic over there for the stats and color analysis. And this is Travis Sparks telling you have a great rest of your evening, everybody. And uh, back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.